Yo, what's up, what's up, my people? Hey, sky is the limit, you know? Yeah. Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Spot Podcast, where I interview inspiring entrepreneurs within the entertainment field. Yo, me, I go by Brown96, and I'm the host of the Hip Hop Spot Podcast. Yo, today we have a really dope special guest, man. He goes by Marcos, and he has Carnalismo clothing brand. Yo, man, this is a dope brand. You got, you guys gotta check it out, man. Representando nothing but that raza, you know what I mean? That cultura, man, all that good stuff, man. He has a real good message for y'all, you know what I mean? I hope you tune in and listen to the word, man, because uh, it's on, man, you know what I mean? Now, shit, with no further ado, let's get into it. Here's Marco with Carnalismo Clothing Brand on the only podcast that keeps you motivated. It's the Hip Hop Spot Podcast. Yeah. All right, my people, what's going down? This is Brown96. You're back to the Hip Hop Spot Podcast. And like I mentioned before, we're going to have nothing but that firmeza with the homie Marco with Carnalismo Clothing Brand. What's good, homie? Hey, man, todo bien, man, everything good, man. We're just trying to find out porque, I mean, I want to uh, give you the ones and twos on what this podcast is about, man. And uh, basically, is something to have the youngsters more than anything, you know what I mean, listen in and kind of learn. For example, they're, they're into, like, arte or whatever, you know what I mean? The people that I've had on here, they can listen to it and be like, you know what I mean? Oh, that's how they started. Oh, that's how they did it. You know what I mean? Kind of get some tips here and there of how to do certain things. A platform to, like, express how they how they do what they do. You know what I mean? Of course, I feel you. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, man. And, like, every episode, I start off by asking the person being interviewed that if they can break down their come up, how they started, how you started, what was the barriers as a youngster, you know what I mean, growing up where you grew up. Break it down for us, man. All right, man. Oh, God, yeah. Um, the way I started was, like, 1972. <laughs> 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 I'm messing around, but, nah, actually, I started, I think I've always had this um, my whole life. I've always felt like, you know, um, actually as, as a person, this is my way of expressing myself to to get my feelings out and to being who I am, you know? Um, the only way I could always um, talk to people without actually talking to people is, is through the art world, you mm. know, through the art world. And if um, if I'm able to show them who I am is through the arte, um, because when I was growing up in my day, it was like uh, um, you kind of had to hide your you know your talent mm. because it was kind of like you were a nerd, you know. Oh, okay. So it was kind of nerdy for you to be an artist because I'm from uh, Lancaster, California, but uh, in my time it was. It's something that you just didn't do. I actually, going all the way back, yeah, you know, thinking about it, <laughs> I used to go to Mexico a lot, mm. you know? Because 
family, somos de uh, Guanajuato, and, um, and my mom would always take us to the rancho. Mm-hmm. She, when she would take us there, she would make us always get in touch with our roots. Mm. So that would also not let us forget about who we are as, you know, Mexicanos, you know? Yeah. She would teach us, you know, así, así es la cultura, así es la vida, así es la gente, así es la raza, you know? And the person that really got me into this was a long time ago, she would send us for like, um, the, um, the three-month vacation that we had when we were in middle school, which is summer break. And um, I met this dude, man. His name is Toto. And he had a tattoo machine. In my day, that was like, it was just a, it was made out of a guitar string. We used to have to figure out where to get the ink, where to get everything. And uh, it was, okay, so the tattoo machine was made out of a broken pen, okay, cut in half. You take all the ink out. And break it in half, and then you put the guitar string in the middle. The ink you would have is called tinta china, which is something really expensive to buy at that time. Hmm. From there, I saw him just tattooing people, you know. And I, I was like, damn, this dude has no talento. Like, damn, just, he was just fucking people up, you know. Yeah. He would let them, you know, like they would let him. <laughs> and what was funny is like. I took the, the machine away from him, and I was like, I think I could do a little bit better. <laughs> you know? So I, I did. I did that. I did that for a while. And then uh, after that, um, I found out that lo mataron al cabrón, you know, my bad, you know? Hmm. But they, they killed him. Um, he was doing really bad. Rest in peace with the homie Toto, but he's not doing very good, you know? Yeah. But, and, you know. But anyways, I brought the machine back with me. Uh, to the U.S. When I came back, I was still in middle school. And uh, when I came back, um, I started tatting people up in my neighborhood. And um, I actually, I live in a neighborhood full of, like, mainly they were all cribs, you know? Oh, shit. Yeah, full of, so it was like, cribs. And um, so I was like, <laughs> um, they wanted to get tatted up, you know, the hood or whatever. And I was excited, you know? I was like, as long as I'm doing art, yeah. And as long as they let me tap them up, I was, I was good with it, you know? <laughs> and when I came back, back in those times, like, they would let you bring back, like, a couple of couple of bottles of tequila. I would bring back tequila bottles for my dad, for my mom, for the family, you know, for the uncles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I would keep one for myself, the one that had the worm in it, you know? Yeah. And I would have that for, um, just for the friends, you know? Like, they would take a shot, because, you know, it's the 90s, bro. I'm from the 90s. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah, I would tap them up, and then um, I would just practice simple lettering, you know, because it's one needle. I see the most. So that's, that's what we do for, for the meantime. Y la mayoría, como, you know, it was, it was a crib neighborhood, and also it would be Mexicans, too, as well, you know? It was just a bunch of raza. I mean, it was a minority neighborhood. Mm. So... Um, the majorities would be just us hanging out, you know, having fun. Because back in the days, you didn't see life as black, brown, or white, or whatever. It was just a bunch of friends hanging out, you know? Mm. And um, that's what we would do, bro. Just hang out, have fun, chill. So you think that 
your cultura, basically like the love of how you how you envision your our culture to be came from more from like Mexico when you when you like went out there or did you already have like a sense of, of that cultura even from here? Oh actually yeah man. Um yeah mi, mi cultura llegó desde Mexico hasta acá porque you know you know our parents our parents que son desde Mexico no saben hablar inglés muy bien mm. No te saben explicar las cosas. You know, they don't know nothing about the American culture, you know? Yeah. The reason um, we were a little bit more, uh, how they say, pochos. Yeah. They sent me back to Mexico for like our summer break. And that's where I understood my parents a little bit more. And the beautiful thing about that was that I brought back whatever I understood from our culture back to the U.S., and put that together as one. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a beautiful... Honestly, I think back in, in my times, if we actually stopped with the bullshit and we put it together the way it is now, it would have been better than the way it is now. Hmm. You know, be, because back then it would be paisa and pocho, separated. Hmm. And if we put it together back then, we could have been a regular Hispanic beautiful culture because we could have been speaking Spanish a long time ago. Yeah. You know? Do you remember the times when it was illegal to speak uh, Spanish here in the in the U.S.? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny about that shit? Um, because I, I came here at a very young age. I came here when I think I was like five or four. It was not illegal, but you got put into ESL classes, you know what I mean? Mm. So they put us in ESL. Every, my whole, my whole life till from elementary to, I think it was like high school or middle, late middle school, we would have to pass classes in order for them to teach us that we knew how to speak appropriate English. We would pass every, every, every class, everything in the ESL. To them, we were still not appropriate English learners, hmm. and that would trip me out, you know, because they're like, they would tell you every year, you pass, but at the same time, I would always think to myself, okay, I don't got to do it next year, you know, I'm a regular person into the the American society, no, you would have to do it the next year, and hmm. the year after that, and the year after that, until they said, okay, we can't, you know, after you have to, you know, <laughs> something really... <laughs> It's very funny because I think um, the majority of the people that come from the, from Mexico to the U.S. we have to go through it. Mm. You know, they have, uh, I feel like they kind of have to brainwash us a little. That that way we forget a little bit of our culture and understand um, the American way of life and forget about who we were. That's that's what I feel a little bit. Hmm. Now. See, a lot of people that I've interviewed have told me that they have gone through certain things in regards to, like, racism and and things basically of other races putting us down, you know, mainly being, you know, the Caucasian race putting us down and whatnot. But, oh, and, and, and a lot of other Raza has said that they've never encountered such things. So I'm kind of like, do you really think that there's a plot to really wipe us people of color out or is it just we're just paranoid 
Oh, that's a dope question, though. Um, honestly, dude, I think the system does work against minorities. Not just in Rasa. It works against um, all of us in general. All minorities, because we all have to function as one society. You know, you have to speak a certain way. You have to be a certain way. You, it, whether it comes from hip-hop, I don't know if you noticed that hip-hop, they all have to rap a certain way. Mm. Uh, corridos, they all have to sing a certain way. I think that what the people, they expect you to be is that you do have to live up to a certain standard that they expect you to be. Mm. And I feel, I feel like we should, well, I think we should express ourselves in whatever culture we love, in whatever way we want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Like, dude, like, you could be free to speak and say whatever words you want to say. Of course, yeah. At any time you want to say, you know what I mean? You know, for example, you, if you if you want to do what you want to do, bro, go ahead and do it, you know? But then, but I tell otra, you know, check this example out. Um, for example, like, the whole thing with Raza saying the N-word. But then, that's, <laughs> that's our own rules then. Like, that's Raza putting those standards If you if you if you say things of other races, you're not a part of us anymore. That's kind of how I'm getting that message across. You know what I mean? Porque some raza do give me the explanation of like, okay, you know what? Well, we say the N word because that's how how we were raised, or we were around uh, like black people, so that's why we speak the way we speak. And I mean, I understand that, you know what I mean? And like, there's no right or wrong way, I guess you can say, because different people were raised differently, and I understand that. But like, like I'm trying to, uh, kind of like the idea that I'm trying to get at is, is it just our individual standards through every race, or is it like a worldwide understanding of how it should be? Okay, first you gotta break it down into every generation, but that. So my generation, I'm from the old school generation, so we're 90s people, you know? Okay, 90s people, um, you had to hang out with a certain crew, right? For example, yeah. if you're a homie, you hang out with the homies. If you're black, you hang out with the black, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You needed that permission to say, you know, the N-word. I actually, we had a, a good, in my block, it was black, white, brown, orange, purple, and yellow. Mm. You know, so it's a d different. It's a variety, but the majority, because we used to play basketball. You know, when you play ball, you need the respect of you know, you know, the black dudes. You know, because mm. they they ball, they ball. We we ball too, and the thing is, you know, when you're Hispano, you know, you don't get that same respect back. But you had to show it to them. And then once you did show it to them that you could play ball and you ball good, you know, mm. um, they would give you that pass where you could say the N-word. But the thing that we had was it was disrespectful. We could never say the N-word ever. Like, I, I still can't say the N-word. Yeah, I can't either. <laughs> I just, that's just something <laughs> I can't. You know, my boy, uh, we cannot say, I, I don't feel like I can say the N-word ever because I find it disrespectful. Not only that, but I find it disrespectful to myself. Now, oh, you know, that's like the worst, you know what I mean? Yes, Simone, I feel you. I feel you. Um, I cannot say the N-word. Like, like, because um, nowadays it's free to say that. Like, you could just say it without, you know, you don't understand where it comes from. Mm. 
my kids, they feel like they could say it, but I'm like, dude, you just, you can't say it. Like, it's, it's not, it's not right. You know, they worked hard for, for them to say it. But what happens also in culture and generations that passes by is that they make it so cool that they could just say it like no big deal. Mm. But it's like, even I noticed too, um, people of my age, and I grew up in the same era that I grew up in. Um, now they can say it like no big deal. Y ahí estaba otra, bro. Ahí estaba otra with the word beaner. That shit has oh. become a fucking thing to say like if it's no big deal. But I remember oh. when fucking people used to say that shit as an insult. Like like straight up like that and Jagger. That shit used to be a fucking... Now people say it like fucking freely. Like what the fuck? <laughs> oh, now you're chipolating, my boy. <laughs> oh, God. I, I talked the truth, man, because that shit was, was, was happening, you know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. Um, Beaner is, uh, damn, well, I'll, I'll probably slap someone if they call me that. Man. I'll probably pop them out. Yeah. Like but <laughs> check this out though, Rasa is saying that shit. <laughs> Rasa, <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I guess it started being cool to say that shit with Rasa after um uh what's that one comedian uh, Carlos Mencia after he he was saying that shit and now I guess after that after I heard him say it like freely as a joke now I've been hearing people say that shit like just freely like oh like kind of like sarcastic and stuff you know what I mean oh my god Carlos Mencia Carlos Mencia is also better way porque Carlos Mencia he just kind of like I, I don't know if he he understands his power but Carlos Mencia uses those words like a little too loose you know what I mean yeah he, he, he doesn't understand that uh, he doesn't understand his last name sometimes <laughs> you know <laughs> or his first name Okay. Wasn't he hiding his, his real last name? Didn't he have another last name that he was, like, not wanting to be open about? I was hearing something like that, but I don't... I'm not scared because I used to hear him, too, and I I thought it was funny. And then, you know, he says, Beaner, Beaner. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I was hearing that shit. I'm like, that's way I'm going to do. I'm going to look away, you know? But then people follow them, though. <laughs> that's the fucked up part. Yeah. Well, it's because you're trying to get that, that, that American-based... Um, society trying to be a little mainstream you know what i mean well see and in the process you're fucking your own people up of course well you gotta also think about like when 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 you're they're trying to be you know trying to move up the ladder they're forgetting about the people they're not there to help out the people they're they're there to help themselves out and they forget about the people so they just use whatever they can and whatever mm. milks the cow you know i said it a little way yeah, but then people don't realize how this actually affects us as people. Like, they may say, ah, you're too sensitive. They're just words. But if you really, really think about it, if you really, really think about the effects that things like that cause with us, Raza, we start to see it. We start to see us, our, our culture starting to die off in a way with the new generation. Yeah, there there are youngsters that, you know what I mean, really, really are 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 open with their, you know what I mean, being cultural, you know what I mean, being like wearing certain things that, that is a part of the culture. But then there are the other ones that don't, you know what I mean? They start dyeing their hair and doing all that fashion type shit. And that's what's killing off our culture, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I've been noticing that too. I've been noticing that too. I'm glad that you noticed it too. I've noticed that uh, our people, nuestra, nuestros chiquillos, new generation, they forget about um, the the work that we put in, and they think that um, it's easier to be a different race or it's easier for them to try to fit in. Mm. That's what I hate. The, yeah, that that that's what I don't I don't like that much. Porque our people work really hard for like for example your parents and my parents and all of our parents the minority race worked really hard for us to be here you know and then for a person like him to just use a word like that hmm. or just to act a certain way and act like you know it's just a joke um and forget about the rasa instead of putting in the rasa you know it does hurt a lot you know what i mean yeah. Because honestly, dude, um, we still got more more kids coming up. We got our culture to live up to, and we don't want it to just to be like go to waste, you know. We want them to understand that this is where we come from. This is what what happened to us. This is how we are, who we are, and the reason who we are. This is the reason why you got cultura in your life, you know. Mm. I'm just thinking about the fact that. Like, okay, so th there are a lot of people that really are into the culture, you know what I mean? There are a lot of people that really do uh, do meaningful things, meaningful things for us, you know what I mean? To, to kind of like, I guess, go to that next level of kind of like uh, growing as people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, especially nowadays with all that bullshit happening at the border, you know, like putting our raza oh. in cages and... You know what I mean? Like, and yet, and yet people don't wake up to the fact that they're trying to wipe us out. You know what I mean? Doesn't that shit make, doesn't that shit make you want to tear up inside, like, where you see your own people? Like, I, I, yesterday, I think, or I haven't <clears throat> been able to sleep real good. So I think I had the news on for, like, the longest night. I don't, I don't remember it, but I've been, this weather is trippy, so <laughs> I'm tripping with the weather, you know? And, um, it's a beautiful day in Southern California where it's raining up and down, it's snowing, you know what I mean? Mm. And um, I haven't been able to sleep, so sometimes I just get up, paint, and draw, or do whatever I gotta do, but I turn on the, on the news, and I've seen pregnant women in cages, like, where they have to have the babies in the cell, or, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 of course. And, and that's been bothering me. I'm like, how can our own women, you know, have, a, you know, be pregnant Going through pregnancy because of ice or or little kids, dude, like little kids, man, going through this. Imagine how messed up they're gonna come out. Ya cuando ya estén grandes, like our whole lives as kids, they're gonna be they're gonna be telling themselves, mm. us as little kids, we're gonna go through this. This is who we were in the United States of America, supposedly the the free country of the world, where where people you know say it's freedom. But it, freedom is never free, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's never it, It's in the cost of so many things. It's in the cost of whether it's petroleum, whether it's, uh, you know, fighting for... You know, America mainly, I think, America fights for whatever they want, whatever they feel like they, they need to have. And, and they just brainwash us. I think we're like the bullies of the world, man. Yeah, bullies. There you go. That is the truth. That is the fucking truth, man. Yeah, man. They just try to take over 
whatever they want, whatever they need, whatever's a necessity, <clears throat> and whatever they feel like that's what's going to make them a better country to move on to the future. I feel like that, that that's what America is right now. Not even brown people, not even white people, orange people, brown, black people. I think us as humans, we suffer. We are all suffering through, through this movement right now. What's going on? I think we all suffer because um, with the government, we're all divided. And then there's, then you start to see the realness and the hatred and the hate. And you start seeing the devil come out. Hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and people. And, and then you're like telling yourself, why are we like this as humans? We shouldn't be like this. We should be more united. Porque ahorita es un tiempo bien bonito. It is, yeah. Because we can actually... I've been hearing all these people, they're like, people from MIT hmm. have the power to change the world and to make this world a better place. But instead of them trying to do that, the powers that be has them just creating the newest technology or the newest uh, social media that would come up. Hmm. And that's, that's all that they need for imagine they're the brain the people with the brain you know yeah and all they have them doing is just creating things to distract the human society yeah and what hurts the most is like they should be helping the american society the mexican society the canadian society or the human kind in general you know what i mean yeah and, and that's been tripping that's what i've been tripping on that because I'm like, how, these dudes, you know, they're so smart, and all they've been doing is just creating distraction. And all these other independent um, people that have done, have invented certain things, and then, you know, what I mean, the government gets in, gets gets involved, and then they they just basically the, the these people go missing, like the guy that invented um uh, a car running on water. You know what I mean? Yeah. The guy went fucking missing after he showed his um basically his blueprint of what what he was trying to do. Yeah. These fucking guys go missing, especially like the in medicine, certain people that start coming out with you know a solution for cancer, a solution for AIDS. These people yeah, go fucking true. missing. It ain't yeah. no coincidence. You know what I mean? It, there is no coincidence. I mean, imagine if you can cure cancer. <sighs> Oh my god, like, dude, imagine if, if you don't need fuel, fossil fuel. All these imagine? companies, there wouldn't be no reason to go to war. <laughs> you know what I mean? True, you, you really don't need to go to war. You don't have to take over countries that don't need to that, you know, you don't gotta bomb countries. Exactly. You know, there's so many things in, in this world que, que está pasando that you just don't think about it. It's above all of us, you know. It's, it's a bigger world out there where we can actually expand um, humankind. Yeah. We could be as one. Like, we could all just be one beautiful people just hanging out all the time, you know? Mm. And See, and then there's no people, all kind of, like all the people back home just wasting their fucking time on, on fucking TV and... Things that help no one, you know what I mean? Just like if if people were to just like stop for a moment and just think, why the fuck am I sitting here on the couch watching TV? 
I'm watching. Yeah, if you think about it, you're if, if you're watching a show or whatever, uh, especially a novella, it's like you're sitting there and you're watching someone else's life do their life while you're sitting there not handling your life. Like, what is that? You <laughs> see, talking about gold and shit. Like, I don't fucking. <laughs> If the people ask me sometimes, like, "Hey, what's what what sports you? I mean, what what team you go to uh, in football? What team you go to in this and that?" I'm like, I go for the team myself. <laughs> I, I go for for myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go for team my family. That's what what team I go for. And it's like people be people be treating sports like a fucking religion. You know what I mean? And that's another subject right there, bro. Religion. <laughs> to do with age you know what i mean i'm in my uh early 30s and stuff but i like i've always had older homies like i've older like i always had hung around with the older crowd and stuff and i guess because i was always like kind of uh you know what i mean quick uh quick with it you know what i mean like always like i i knew what i wanted you know what i mean i knew what like what lines not to cross and stuff like i was aware of things like that even though I, I, you know what I mean, made a lot of stupid choices, you know what I mean? But I knew, like, you know what I mean? Como corre el agua, you know what I mean? Awesome, on. But you got to remember, not every choice you made was stupid. That, that's the person that... Exactly. Because I learned. I learned, yeah. Yeah, that made you, homie. That's, that's the shit. Um, we all fuck up in life. I think the los fracasos for the person um, makes you a better person. Exactly. Or teaches you how to be a better human. Because if you didn't go through that, I mean, you would be like a conceited person that you feel like you never did nothing bad or whatever. Mm. But honestly, like um, when it comes to it comes to all that, I mean, el fracaso makes you chingon. Mm. Yeah, and it always does. It always does because it, it's gonna test that. It's gonna test that person in you. It's gonna test you as a fool. You know, like um, it's gonna test you as a human. Chingon, chingon, man. Um, when it comes to your art, man, I noticed you have a lot of, uh, you know, I mean, religious stuff, um, like La Virgen, you know what I mean? Things yeah. of that sort. Talk to us about your um, your your religious, um, not only background, but um, basically how, how religion was uh, through your, given to you through the family. Because as morros, like, we don't, we don't really search to go to i mean we don't really choose to go to church our parents take us you know what i mean and um we kind of are forced into believing something that we weren't really taught in a way we were just thrown in there you know what i mean and um how was your experience with with religion and oh man um honestly when it comes to church i i feel the same way you do um you're kind of like forced into it. And I remember when I was a little kid, you know, 
uh, mamá would work, my dad would work. Llegaban a tocar la, la pinche puerta, you know? Hmm. And they would be, whether it was Jehovah Witness, uh, Baptist, or Christian, or whatever it was, uh, escóndete, no abres la puerta. You know, don't open the door for nothing. Hmm. You know? Act like you're not home. When it, in our religion, like for example, I was raised Catholic, everything was Catholic. And if you didn't do it, it's kind of like you didn't belong. Now that I'm older, not to be mean to my religion or to the people that believe in the same religion or anything, you start to question it, mm -hmm. you know? I'm questioning myself sometimes, and honestly, right now, I am, we are in December, the, December 12th, va a ser el Día de la Virgen de Guadalupe, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, I am having a hard I'm trying to paint this uh, um, bottle that I'm doing for her, and I'm having a hard time doing it for her. Like, like I'm, I'm questioning myself double time. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know why this is the first time I'm questioning my religion, and it's not to be mean or anything to to the higher power or whatever I was raising, but it's just it's not in me right now. For lo mismo, because I'm studying right now um, our ancestors. Mm. I do a lot of aspect work on the end, and uh, it, it, it's kind of weird because mataron a nuestros ancestros mm -hmm. para que nosotros tomáramos esta religión, like if it was ours. Like, mm -hmm. why did they have forced religion on us? You know what I mean? Why did the Spaniards have to come and kill our people and force them and force their tongue on us? So we could accept this religion, and our parents um, kind of did the same thing because they were forced throughout their parents and their parents before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and honestly, uh, Catholicism and the Primera Comunión y todo la cosa is like if you don't do it, you can belong. Hmm. It's kind of the same thing, but uh, sometimes I feel with religion. I did the Virgen de Guadalupe for lo mismo. I'm trying to uh, pay tribute to someone that I could actually cry to um, when I'm down. You know, like, you know, todos necesitamos nuestra Virgen Morena, which in, in my eyes, nuestra Virgen Morena is uh, all of our women. Mm. Nuestra Virgen Morena is is all of our all of our women um whether it's your mom the wife you know the girlfriend or whoever you believe in it's all of our women in general because there is no perfect vision morena there is no perfect woman in the world and that actual design did oh man it took me a long time to do i did it in january of last year I took time away from my kids. It was in, um, close to I think New Year's Day, or it was a New Year's Day, mm. and I I locked myself in my room. I didn't hang out with nobody. I hung up with myself, and uh, I did all these things by myself. Like I actually get into my zone, and I forget about everything, whether it's the holiday or whatever, but if I'm doing the actual design, I forget about everyone. And sometimes it's even bad because I forget about my family, you know? Mm. 
Um, but I actually concentrate 100% on my acting. Yeah, because it's, it's a big piece, dude. It's a big yeah. piece where I actually just believe in what I'm doing. And that shit better be come out. That shit better come out like the hardest or the dopest thing that I can create at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Man, but check this out, man. Igual como tú, man. I sometimes, you know what I mean? I question things a lot. And and, and, to, and for very similar reasons, you know what I mean? After, like, researching about our ancestors, like, you know what I mean? Los Aztecas and all that, man. The Mayans and all that, man. Like, I come to realize that we were... They forced it down our throats to... Either we believe or they kill us. You know what I mean? And, and straight up. So, <clears throat> in regards to that, man, like, I've been questioning, like, a lot of this stuff, man, about the Santos and all that. But then, the other side of me tells me, then how the fuck did they appear to all these people? How was it that they appeared? If, if they really ain't about anything, then why are they appearing? Why did they at one point appear about La Virgen? There's many, many different uh, Virgenes that have appeared all around the world. I have a book that, that talks about that. that there's La, a Virgen that appeared in, in, in like um, in La India, a Virgen that appeared, of course, in Mexico, a Virgen that appeared in, in Africa. So there's all these. Yeah, it's, a, it's really deep, man. And I'm wondering how the fuck. So there must be some truth to it. You know there what I mean? Must be. Yeah, I was looking I've been looking this up. I've been doing some a little bit due diligence on this. And um actually I always think the same too. Okay. Mira, I ha in order for me to do this bottle that I'm that I'm doing right now for the vision, um, I had to call the homie or text the homie and he knows who he is. I I, I told him what he believes in because he always buys my stuff and he I mean is Dantante para los Aztecas and stuff. Mm. You know? Pero, en serio, I always think, too, the same thing. That, honestly, I feel like there should be some truth. It's just, it's kind of hard to believe nowadays. Por, por lo mismo, because everybody just messes with every every paper, everything, and it just, it's kind of hard, you know? Yeah. So, I do believe there is truth to it. I believe that um, there should be a, a little bit more realness because, you know, the popes and all these things that's been going on in the past with our uh, Catholic culture, and it makes you always over, you know, think twice mm. about the religion, you know, and um, if they actually care about it, um, they shouldn't be like that. But See, I've noticed, because um, my mom is a very believer in La Virgen, nuestra religión, también mi padre es igual, mm -hmm. um, yo también, pero I've been studying a little bit too much, maybe just stuck in my head, I don't know what's going on, but um, honestly, what I can say is that, dude, I think we got to live a culture no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, whether it's back in the past and now in the future, I always feel like we just gotta live ourselves as a cultura one hundred percent. 
at least we're able to give more input as opposed to our our, our um jefitos you know how we would ask them like like if come on like think about it like if you were to ask your your parents like why do we believe this they probably wouldn't know how to answer that at least you that you're able to um to like tell tell people okay well you know what i mean even though they conquered you know what i mean mexico and this happened and that happened you know what i mean there's all these kind of i guess you can call them facts that certain things are real are you know what i mean are to 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 believe you know what i mean and um you're able to give some kind of explanation at least I guess it's also true what the you know what I mean like the like how the Bible says and stuff okay okay you know what I mean knowledge was looked at as a bad thing and maybe there's some truth to that you know what I mean maybe we we're not supposed to be trying to ask all these questions and wondering all these things we're supposed to just I guess in a way shut up and just believe you know what I mean See, I can understand why some people become atheists 
especially oh. after especially after like people that love reading and stuff and love to dig up um in regards to history dig up facts about history and all this and that i can re- I, i can see how people can just be like fuck religion altogether about it atheism is a religion in itself though <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's a group of people uh, that don't believe so it's a religion of non-believing <laughs> yeah so like what do you believe in you know what i mean there has to have something to keep you alive bro like <laughs> there should be anything to keep you alive you know they gotta believe in even if it is a fucking banana you want to <laughs> believe in the banana you know believe in the banana <laughs> you know what i mean like Yeah. I mean at least like people in India they they believe the 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 on the in the cow the cow is sacred yeah. and shit. Yeah, dude, like <laughs> yo yo conozco muchos indios like like Indian people or you know from India and I know a bunch of Islamic people. Mm. I know a bunch of Hindu people. I know a bunch of people that believe in a religion called Sikhism uh, which mm. is like it, I, I don't know if you spell it F I K or S I C. Sikh? Yeah, Sikh. Hey, yeah. Ayo, they, they, they fight between each other in different religions, mm. but they all believe in the religion. You mm. know what I mean? Like, if it is a dude that believes in the cow and like, all that kind of stuff, you know, coming. Because I do a, a dude, you know, I know a dude, he, he does not eat anything with eyes. Seriously. And I'm like, that's cool. I do. You know? Porque carne asada está muy chingona. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And uh, oh my gosh, they're they the nice people ever. I, I I've never seen those type of people. They they do give me a hug every time I see them. Hmm. And it's just really nice, man. It's like you know, I'm really cool with my people, you know. Like, yeah. Because I don't judge. I I don't judge whether they're orange, purple, yellow, green, mm-hmm. red, or purple. You know what I mean? I just see them as regular humans and. And if they feel like we're cool like that, and he could just give me a hug out of the blue, hmm. and he's a man, dude. He's like a grown ass man, and it's in señor, y me da un abrazo probably because like I bien so, pero me da un abrazo, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool, you know? How cool is that? That's carnalismo right there. Yeah, that is carnalismo. I'm like, dude, this movie is full of carnalismo, and and I like that shit, you know? It's cool porque That's weird, isn't it? When when you get love more from other razas than yourself, than your own.
and mainly, I think, our, our own process, on our own people when they're doing well. So, I don't know. What, what do you think, bro? Pues, I don't know. I mean, I've had this conversation with a lot of people, man. Yeah. And um, I just can't put my finger on it, you know? It just seems yeah. like, it kind of seems like there's not already a big outlet for us as people, our people. And it's like every person wants to be that first one to go completely oh. mainstream. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it seems like since no one can do that, they'd rather not see no one. If they can't do it themselves, then they'd rather see no one. You know what I mean? Everyone else is out of the list. Only they could be it. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Why would you want to be the only person doing that one thing? Exactly. That, that's what I'm questioning. And that's why I feel like if you have the platform to do something big, especially with your people, like, you're not going to have all the answers in life. Like, you know, you're not going to have the all the skills there are in life. You know what I mean? Everyone has their own profession, their own skill. Everyone's good at something. And, you know what I mean? Like, if you're trying to do everything that needs to be done to be mainstream, to be out there, be more known... That's never gonna happen because you can't do everything. You know what I mean? There has you have to bring others along to help you in the process to make more better content. Hell yeah, hell yeah! Like you actually, because honestly, within our culture, oh man, it's mutual. I I, I call it culerismo. <laughs> Whether I mean, it's not to be mean or bad, but entre nuestra raza, it's like we hate on ourselves. I don't know why we hate on ourselves that bad. But I, I'm feeling what you, your answer, what you just said right now, and it's like, why would you be the only person there? Hmm. And you really have the answer, you know what I mean? It's like, why would you Why would you want to be the, uh, probably because they want to be the shit, you know? Yeah, they want to be the first one to do it. So they can, they can go in, the, in history like, oh, the first Mexican-American or the first Mexicano to do this <laughs> or whatever. And there probably already was that first one. They just went yeah. unnoticed, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's, it's, I think it comes back, like how we said, you know how, like, um, I think um, when we were raised, el hijo mío es mejor que el hijo del hijo tuyo. You know, I think that's what, that's, I think that's where we get it from también, porque it, came, it comes from our parents. It came from our parents. And it's like, my kid is better than your kid. Mm. My kid gets paid a, uh, your kid gets, you know, lower grade. And I think that's where it comes from, man. I, and that's where we get it from, también. Porque we're always pressured as uh, Latinos or Latinas, whatever you guys want to name us. We are always pressured to be the best or mm. a little bit better than the, than the neighbor next door. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think that's where we get it from, man. Or maybe even, like, since we come from a prideful, you know, race, our pride won't mm. let us, you know what I mean, let the next person take the win <laughs> but everything comes back full circle man and that's what everything everything gets gets bundled up and i think the 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 solution to all this is what you represent carnalismo Smile, whether it's good or bad, 
and that made me cry a little bit to that porque I love to see my people wear my shit. And it's not that I'm trying to make money. It's just that even what's so beautiful, it's like, dude, if you're wearing my shit, whether you're just chillaxing, maxing out crew, shooting some b-ball outside of school, you know, like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> you know, just chilling, or whether you're playing PlayStation, hanging out with your boys, whether you're being, you, as long as you're being yourself yourself, it's something that you can't explain. Porque es muy difícil para explicar algo que, que la gente te da que, que no vale dinero. And it's something that that life gives you. That it's un talento. And you put it out there. Y ese talento lo usas, la raza que te apoya y, y la gente que, te, que siempre está allí. And then it gives you a little bit more life across a lot of um chicano teachers now like high school teachers elementary school teachers like that really really are about that life like about you know the carnalismo the you know what I mean? they have that cultural vibe to them you know what i mean they they represent it the right way you know what i mean and more and more people are coming out and trying to you know get into professions and be themselves not become who they think they should become no just be themselves you know what i mean teach about that culture teach about the stuff that we need to know especially for the young ones yeah not corporate no exactly not yeah. Corporate yeah i feel you um honestly yeah because my daughter um uh, she's in uh elementary um ice went to her class right and told her how much um they should call ice and what they need them for that they're not bad people And this and that, and basically telling them that they're Superman in case they need them. What? Yeah, dude. And um, her teacher, after the ice dudes left, because, you know, they can't speak out because after that they get in trouble and mm -hmm. things like that. But after the dude from ice left, she's like, that's a lie. He said, she said, that's bullshit. My daughter told me. I was like, I got to give the homegirl una camisa. Uh, mm. I gotta give her a camisa gratis porque, and I would like to meet her teacher because I haven't met her. Um, and es hispana, pero creció aquí, pero son más como americanas, pero she actually explained the truth to our kids. That's cool. And I gave her, I sent her a t-shirt and I'm like, this is beautiful, man. This is where the truth is. This is real human society mm. helping human society. That's crazy yeah. though. That there is an agenda to to get at. I mean, the the ones that that 
they usually are trying to get at nowadays is the kids, you know what I mean? With all this technology, you know what I mean? They know they be watching certain things, so they're trying to either dumb down the kids or give um send them send them a certain message. Yeah, so uh, of course, um, our kids have a low attention span mm -hmm. when it comes to even when we talk to them. Mm -hmm. When we talk to them, they they have a low attention span. Porque when I talk to my kids, um, their attention span is like. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, a minute? Two minutes? <laughs> and after that, you have a little matter? After that, you gotta talk to them a little bit loud, you know? Mm -hmm. That way they, they know that you're serious about it. The beautiful thing is that um, with those minutes and in life, you gotta make that minute count. Because mm -hmm. it's not even just the youth. It's even us as, as older generation, you know? Mm -hmm. Because you know how back in the days we used to read and stuff? Mm -hmm. I noticed people don't read that much. Yeah, I read all these things, and then and nowadays I don't I don't see my people reading that much porque they just want to put that little corazoncito on that little Instagram thing, you know. <laughs> I really want to talk about how you got started as a doing your arte and um, what inspired you to to go and and do and and go and do that, man. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, I started when I was a little kid. Originally, I'm from Berumbo, uh, which is a little rancho in Guanajuato. Mm. I came here to from from the from Mexico to the States and I didn't know English. You know what I mean? Mm. But the person that taught me English was Batman. You know, there's this show on, on television with Batman. Mm. You know, and when I was when I was growing up I was like, What the fuck is Batman? you know? And actually también a little gabachita that I fell in love with for the moment when I was a little ass kid, you know? And then I had to figure out how to express myself. Mm. Uh, I'm not very good at expressing myself through words or through emotion sometimes. So I used to draw. I used to draw everything. I draw comic books. I started drawing comic books. That's where, that's where I started. Mm. Uh, I draw whatever I feel like. I draw... At that moment, it was mainly just comic books. So... Uh, moving on from past to the future, um, in my time, if I could be a little bit more real, my dad era una persona que trabajaba mucho, you know? Mm -hmm. He was like machista mm -hmm. during those times. And uh, I'm the older one out of my whole siblings, and um, he used to hang out with my, 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 my dad's family, which is sus primos or whatever they, the fuck they were. And then they used to talk shit, you know? Mm. Like when the number ratchets, you know? And um, my mom would turn off the music. So we had to go to school. We still had life to live, you know? Mm. And my dad would um, actually go inside and dig his heart. Um, hit my mom, you know, physically. Mm. And that shit would hurt, you know? Because I'm the older one. My sister would wake me up and tell her, Go defend your mom. Hmm. Yeah, dude, it was pretty hard. And I would go defend my mom. But the only way that I can express myself, and you know, of course, that I'm going to get my ass beat from my dad. <laughs> you, know, he's a man, you know, which is a person that I respect so much now. Mi padre, ya lo entiendo. You know, ya esta edad that I'm at, yo lo entiendo en chingo, you know? Yeah. 
Um, but in ese tiempo, he was just around, around the wrong people at the wrong time. You know, it's like, it's like any hip hop artist. When mm. they're around the wrong people, they fuck up, you know? Yeah, of course. Of course, dude. Um, and my dad was bawling at that one time, you know? Mm. And um, my only way out to express myself to my own personal therapy was with art. I think you have to so I would just grab a pen, a paper, and draw comic book heroes. Hmm. Batman was my hero, you know? Yeah. And um, the Green Lantern. I never drew Superman porque I got watch away. You know, I'm fucking around. But uh, that was more of Batman. It was the Dark Knight, you know? That's my dark hero, you know? Hmm. You know I'm used to Oye, pero también know? Jesús es gabacho. <laughs> Or at least that's how that's how they want us to to see him. Ah, dude, that's how I started, man. It was just—it's a beautiful route in life where you actually take the you take the bad, make it into the good, and then you just create your whole entire life story. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing, bro. Like if you actually don't look at the negative, look at what you can do from the negative into the positive. You know what I mean? Mm. So my my shit was the comic books, and from the comic books, I was like, damn, nobody's Mexican. You know, hmm. they're all beautiful American kids. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, where are my people at? Where did the rock at? So then the '90s hit, right? Mm. And that's where you got the the old English. <laughs> yeah, I started doing a bunch of old English lettering. I started doing all these things. That's when uh, I was in middle school. Because in the beginning, it was elementary, you know? And that's when Old English was in middle school. That's what I'm telling you about. Like, I went to Mexico. My mom was the center. And, and the homie, he, he showed me how to use a tattoo machine, you know, all people purple. At the same time, you know, came back to the States, used that. And then I started tatting people up, like, physically. Instead of paperwork, I started showing my artwork. To, to the street and then I before you know it dude I, I would uh, uh, you know what's so funny I would have a line of the homies que la mayoría era negro and uh, um, at that time well my mom used to work I mean porque my parents own a garden landscape business so my mom came and I was you know ditching ditching school and uh, they were outside you know and can llega mi mom y que llega, estos pinches mariachos, ¿qué están haciendo acá esos cabrones, pinches mariachos, you know? You know, back in those days, you know? <laughs> y que los corre a todos, pero los está, you know, I'm telling them what, you know? Yeah. Hey, y estaba chingón, you know? I mean, that's where I actually physically thought that I could do something with my life. It made me feel alive. Uh, it makes you feel so much alive where you could actually use your artwork. Mm. And it makes you feel alive where you People want to see your shit on other people. You know what I mean? How, how do you, you know, from paper to people, how do you go from that and then eventually use it for something for your creative business? Yeah, you know, so stepping away from middle school back to high school and keep doing it and then now to the future, it's like, It's something so beautiful, dude. It's, it's a piece of art, man. Yeah. It's like, nobody can teach you that. Mm -hmm. 
nobody can teach you. There's no school that can teach you what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you love music, who's going to teach you that? Nobody but yourself. And that, that's how I started. I mean, I started doing, I started just having fun hmm. with the art. I just started having a bunch of fun with the art. You know what I mean? And it, it was a beautiful way. It, it's a matter with arte, it, there's nothing that money can buy. I went to the pop-up. My first pop-up was at Miss um, Reyes Arte. Mm. I had her on I, the on the um, on the show here. I, I heard that shit, dude. I, God, that shit brought me back. <laughs> yeah, she's a really man. She's she's something else, you know. So much creativity with her. Fucking talent right there. Mm-hmm. Dude, she got so much fucking talent. Man, I was there at the pop-up. Mm-hmm. And you know the shit that touched me the most? It was not about being around the environment. I mean, not, you know, piano, fumando, you know, that, you know, whatever, lifestyle. Mm-hmm. The shit that touched me the most, that it was a, it was a dad. And you welcome to see hmm my first papa too um he came with his son his his daughters and and a son that was on a wheelchair they followed me on on instagram this is the beautiful thing about social media you know mm-hmm. that they followed me i didn't know you know i'm here to take a picture with you and my kids love you and they love your art mm. i'm so glad that you're here and we all love your stuff wow that shit hit my soul i was like I'm just a regular person just trying to create the magic that, that the world gave me, the, the struggles that I went through making it to something, you know? I like and, and, and I dislike when, when people say I'm just a normal person porque you're given this talent and you have to run with it, you know what I mean? You have to run with it and really show the world that is a passion and 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 you know what I mean people with these with these skills they're not just normal people they're I mean they're the people that realize that these skills are given because a lot of people they know they have certain skills for things but they don't realize it they know because they they see it like for example say someone were to be you know writing and they're really good with writing really good with you know structure of writing or whatnot but they don't realize it to put it into work to help others. They realize it because they, you know what I mean? They see it. And like yourself, like you, you, you realize it, like you realize it and you know that, it, that you're trying to make an impact with your talent. Yeah. Well, I, I understand that I'm, um, I need to give you a hug, though. Hmm. You, you, you just said something fucking super cool. Um, the thing is that we feel like regular humans, like regular people, you know. Mm. But the thing is that we are not we are not raised to think that we're the shit. We are know? not. We're we're put down. Even with I mean, come on. If if uh, a way of, of endearment we call each other way is like that tells you a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, and, and that kind of you know what I mean that kind of makes sense with black people too. Their way yeah. of endearment is calling each other the n word. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
<laughs> which is a, a bad has bad history to it. Yeah, they, I heard that. Well, they say because I had the homies that get a negros with Africa. I was able to say the N word, but I never said it my whole life. You know, mm. they're like I can say it, but I'm not gonna say it. But they said that it's an empowerment word for them, you know, towards the white masters, you know. But you know, some shit I can never say in my life, you know. Mm. But uh, when it comes to us, Rafa, it's like. Oh man, we we've been put down. Maybe maybe because we've been put down by our own people for a long time. Mm. That our own people, even our own parents, sometimes they don't believe in us. You know, <laughs> you got to prove to them. Mm. And the thing is, okay, <laughs> ah, dude, ah, the thing is that we have to start working towards our dreams. Mm. And I think um, now that things have been changing in the world in this generation. Mm-hmm. We are starting to slowly show to our parents that yeah, our talent no era mal gastado when we were growing up. Mm. You know, that we are actually doing our thing and, and, and it starts to show, you know, because now our, our artwork or whether it's music, artwork, or it's starting to have an impact in the culture. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that. It's so beautiful. I see it a lot, man. Yeah, a lot of people are, are stepping up to to really listen in to their to their calling in life. You know what I mean? Because none of this stuff existed back in the day. You know what I mean? When the when the movimiento was really at its peak, and that was when it, it was at its peak. You know what I mean? Back in the what was it, sixties, seventies? That was when the movimiento was really at it, and there wasn't nothing like this that's going on now. This is cool. You notice that too? Oh, yeah, of course I do. because yeah, honestly, man, el movimiento está bien fuerte, pero la cosa es que they are fighting for us to be the way we are now. Yeah, yeah. You see, that that's the thing. Imagine if, if we had social media back then. Whew, that would have been fucking crazy. We would be destroying the whole fucking world. We'd be like, ah, what the shit? <laughs> Dang! Imagine if if, they, if we had social media when when there was no law towards um well you know what I mean it was the law I mean to cross you know what I mean f- f- fronteras and stuff but they weren't really enforcing it as much as as now you know what I mean imagine if we had social media then <laughs> oh man if we had social media imagine well because uh, <laughs> I was I was. I was telling my wife a while back, like, I was like, hey, if we had social media when we were growing up, man, we didn't need those fucking cartas where we used to send each other, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need those letters. That shit would be like, meet me right now. Si somos un desmadre ahorita, imagínate con eso. Sí, pero I think we, we, we could have done actually more. The talented people yeah. would have done <clears throat> with the social media, we would have been a little bit higher, and also we could have taught this generation way more. Mm. Mucho más. Um, our kids probably would not be struggling. Our kids would have been. We don't need school, you know. Mm. Our, our parents more, you know. But then I ask myself yeah. this: What would be the next thing after social media? What's next? Oh man, that is a good question. Porque los chinos, we could ask. Chinos, you know? <laughs> Blame it everything on those chinos. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we would. <laughs> oh man, 
think what would happen after social media is that we would start buying social media. Oh, shit. That's cool. And start creating our own social media for our own people. Mm. You know, like, like any um, Univision type of thing, Azteca TV, mm. but not be of uh, having to having to ask the permission of the white man. You know what I mean? Mm. We wouldn't have to ask the permission. We would just buy it because it's like, this is us. You know, now that, that you mentioned um, that you mentioned Azteca TV and all that, man. <laughs> the other day, I, I was I was talking to um uh, to my wife of the uh, of the fact that how the news is t- so different in Mexican uh you know what I mean channels as opposed to American. They sh- they fucking show the real. They show that real in Azteca t- TV, man. When they talk about fucking, you know what I mean, the narcos and shit, they, they show it all, man. They have no fucking, you know what I mean? They don't know about sensory out there. Oh, man, these, these rainy days, I've been binging on that, and I was like, no mama is, and my wife's asleep, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, look, this is Kenny Mitchell. I'm like, oh, my God, no mama's like, oh, it's the way, my daughter, it's the way. I'm like, I'm like, and to me, I'm like, wait, this kid's here, like, this is like, you know, because we're I'm still tripping about that shit because it's like, like, dang, you know what I mean? And I can see why, but I mean, it's real and, and I understand why they show it so people can stand up and do something about it, you know what I mean? But yeah. in perspective, say a white guy, you know what I mean? Uh, You know what I mean? A real conservative dude from out here, you know what I mean? Where to be looking at that like, oh my, look at these Mexicans. Like, fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> They'll trip the fuck out. That's why they call us the what what they call us because of this type of shit. They think that we're just monsters and shit. Of course, but uh, they're always gonna call us whatever they think they want. We feel they feel that we are, whether we do good, whether we do bad. They're just gonna keep labeling us. Yeah. Um, I honestly think we should just not even look up to them no more <laughs> and step away, porque. Our food is a shit, la cultura is a shit, I mean, everything we do, now a taco is more than Wonder Bread, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I remember, I'm like, Wonder Bread was the shit, because my mom used to be like, I'm Ferrero Pan, and I wanted to be Wonder Bread. Now, Pan Bimbo is the El best. Bimbo, no? El Bimbo is más chingón. Sí, because it's, it's, it's más chingón. <laughs> and if you so, think about it, American food is just food that came from other countries anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like to talk shit about the white people porque, por lo mismo. I have a daughter, she's half white and half Mexican because of me. She always tells me, I'm so glad to be Mexican. She tells me that all the time. That's dope, man. That's fucking dope, okay. see? That makes people think, like, like, it ain't the race that's maybe, I guess you can say, fucked up, is how how they're molded to be in their community in their family or whatever they get molded yeah. to be that way it's not that they are just immediately because they're fucking white they're like that nah they get yeah. molded to be that way yeah that's why that's why when when people talk about like white people are stupid and and, and i'm like you gotta actually think about like what type of white people are you talking about mm what type of white person are you talking shit about? Because it's not just white people in general. Because there's white people that are nice, 
you know, that are really down for us. Maybe even more than, your, you know, your own family. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then there might be a, a dude that's a, a black dude that's even nicer than, than your own people, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like, now that, that I'm married and my wife and I are raising kids together, we, we're a unit. We teach our kids the variety about life, mm. you know? We teach each other. There's different cultures out there. There's different people. Don't trust, not because he's brown. Don't always trust them. Don't trust because they're white or your teachers or whatever. You got to trust a human being mm. in general. Si tiene buen corazón, va a ser una buena That's super dope, yeah. man. See, that's that's the, the plática that I love having, man. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything that comes back full circle and basically, you know what I mean? Just give that different perspective and different. Because like I said, man, like everyone, everyone doesn't have the like, you know what I mean? The answer, you know what I mean? It takes it takes a community yeah. to to come up with the solution. It takes a country, it takes a state or whatever, you know, however you want to yeah. see it. But like it, it's about unity. It's about carnalismo, yeah. you know what I mean? It's about that. That sticking together, man, that, that shit, man, you know what I mean? And that's why I love, you know what I mean, this concept of yours so much because it has to do with that. It has to do with unity and, and just writing for each other, you know what I mean? True, true, true. Lo que también um, pasa en mucha gente um, que nunca han fracasado. Mm. Lo que pasa es que they've never fracasado, like they never failed. Sometimes you gotta fail get back up and then at the same time when you fall you're picking yourself up you start to see the people that are there when you when when you're picking yourself up from your failure you begin to see who laughs at you while you're picking yourself up and who's going to be there to pick you up yeah. so once you notice that and the people that, that are around you at that fucking same time at that moment and who gives you the the stink eye or laughs at you while you're you're getting back up that dude. The, the, you you you're a more powerful person porque you begin to see the truth in people. You begin to see who's the snakes and who are the real people that are actually there mm. to see want to succeed or try or just basically just there, man. Just basically. You can you know, tell who's I, who right away. Like I've I've gone to an age um, that I'm I'm able to immediately, you know what I mean upon upon having conversation with someone i can tell who's really there for what reason you know what i mean if it's just something just to get from you like you know what i mean gimme gimme or 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 something that you have that they want to be a part of so you want to like you know stick around that person in case they come up then i will come up too or you know what i mean for whatever it is you can tell who's who yeah you must have a bigger big ass family and you guys do a big ass partner huh um see that's a uh i come from a family that's really traditional you know what i mean and that's another topic right there man because like i really want to have this conversation this is podcast because i'm a um charro azteca they talk about oh, have you heard about this this podcast i heard i it, it comes up on my feed yeah oh man you gotta listen to them uh so I basically i want to i want to conversate with uh, about this topic when it comes to because i've always been like you know what i mean dressing like a cholito or whatnot you know what i mean having the that look you know what i mean that look 
And I come yeah. from a traditional family where, like, everyone's vaquero. So, like, oh, I stake out, like, a fucking sore thumb. And, yeah, yeah man. And, like, Diaz always be mad-dogging me and shit. And that's no good, man. I've always had that, like, in a way, kind of resentment. But I understand tradition is tradition or whatnot. But, you know what I mean? It's, it's something that I would love to talk about. You know what I mean? That's nice. Uh, you should actually, hell yeah, dude. You need to get into that shit. Porque... Honestly, I, I think that is a really strong subject uh, what, because vas a cambiar a la forma en que te miran, mm. vas a cambiar the new generation, mm-hmm. the new younger kids that are coming up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And where they could be themselves at exactly. any event. So that's what it's you know about, what I mean? be more comfortable with, with your own style, your own you. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I'm a big... Uh, advocate for for like mental health too man because like me personally i went through anxiety and all that so i know how that shit is man yeah oh man how are you dealing with that uh well i'm still <laughs> i'm still it's an, it's an it's an everyday thing man you know what i mean especially me going to college and all that i'm trying to get my mm-hmm. degree so more stress you know what i mean having kids being married you know what i mean full-time job i mean this actually my podcast is what is my therapy bro it really is you know what i mean it started off from being poetry my my therapy i still do poetry you know what i mean um and uh my, this podcast bro i get to talk to people about how they got over different things in their lives and how how they do what they do and it helps me because you know through life you know what i mean like i don't know if you you ever noticed this about yourself but like me i've noticed that i i kind of pick and choose certain things that I take away from certain people, you know what I mean? Like, the friends that I've had, I, I, I kind of remember the good things about them, and I kind of use it on, my, on myself, and I kind of, you know what I mean? Take little things here and there from people of, of what I like, how they do, how they how they handle themselves, and how they how they take care of whatever, you know what I mean? I, I take it into to myself, and I use it as a way of coping with whatever it is in life. So, you know what I mean? Just things like that, man. And um, um, meditation, bro. Meditation helps. Okay. Yeah, no, I understand you 100%, bro. Okay. Dude, I'm, I'm actually, first of all, I'm, I'm actually really glad that you're doing your damn thing. And honestly, I, I don't judge and I understand what you're doing. Por lo mismo, porque um, I have a younger brother que también... He has mental health issues, and it it does. The hard part is that it just does not affect um, you. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, person. It affects the father, the mother, the brothers, the sister. Uh, if they have family, the daughter, the wife, it affects everyone in general around that person. Mm-hmm. Porque um, in our situation, um, my brother, uh, right now we're going through it too. So he would, uh, it's a hard, it's a hard little thing to talk about, you know, porque, you know, he he would trip on me and he would trip on me hard, you know, he would want to fight physically. We would fight. Because I, I didn't I didn't understand what he was going through. I thought he was just being crazy. 
know, I thought it was just little, my little brother wanting to test his older brother. Was it due and, to like, like substances, like drugs and stuff, or just, it just came yeah. along naturally? I know, uh, since he was a young kid, he would, um, he would be different. Like, he would have this anger issue. Mm. Like, I, I told you, I don't know if we went through this in the beginning. Uh, my dad and I, como mas agresivo, and then when, um, my dad, um, would be, you know, he was a machista, masa, mm. and back in the days, entonces, when he was back in the days, era machista, entonces, um, uh, he would actually physically want to beat my ass up, you know? Mm. So, um, not just, not, I mean, not beat me, but want to hit my mom, mm. you know? That would step in, you know, like, you know, like the man, because I'm the oldest, and I'll be like, don't hit my mom, you know, type of shit. And, uh, you know, of course, I'm little, you know, I'm the young baby. I'm, I'm like a baby. Well, he's a grown-ass man, you know? Mm. And, of course, I get my ass beat. And um, um, my brother, he was still... My mom was still pregnant with him. So I think that uh, what would happen is that um, those those feelings and those things would be... In my, you know how the women, they uh, the hormones and everything, mm -hmm. they have trapped... I think that went to my brother... Hmm. And now my dad is a very, my, I love my dad, you know, mm -hmm. he's a very strong man. He was just around, around the wrong people. Mm. And it was his own family, you know, you, how you trust your own family, like, <laughs> you know, but uh, he was around you no know, wrong family because my dad was the shit at that one time, you know, mm -hmm. um, I feel like it went to my brother. Que, que he absorbed all those negative, negative energies and it stayed with him because sometimes when he gets mad, he speaks like my dad when I was younger. Mm. And, and yeah, when he gets mad towards me and I'm like, what? And, you know, and he's my younger brother. And he, he reminds me of how my dad used to treat me when I was younger. And I'm like, why are you talking to me like that? Or like, you know, why are you being aggressive? You know, mm. and in, in mental issues, it stays in a certain person. I feel like it, you know how the woman is the womb, mm. and uh, when 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 a woman, you need to give them a beautiful environment, but a beautiful seed for them to raise a child and all that cosa. Uh, at that time, my brother was born in a time where it was like my dad's uh, business was in full effect. Hmm. And it was a beautiful time. And, but my dad was really stressed. And my mom también, she couldn't handle the stress. My dad couldn't handle the stress because the first generation of Mexicans here in the U.S. Hmm. So it's really different. It's just a bunch of bullshit porque it's mucho dinero, you know? Yeah. So... It's just a bunch of shit, man. I'm, I'm, and when it comes to the child being raised later on, it, I think it catches up to them. Hmm. I feel like it catches up to them. Because my brother, through his whole life, 
he was a regular child, just a regular kid. Like, he was always my brother, you know. We were cool. We talked. Now that he's a certain age in life, it, I feel like it affects him now. Let me ask you this, bro. Porque I, I really believe that... Um, I don't think weed too much, but one time I had uh, smoked uh, weed laced with shrooms, like mushrooms, and I never oh, knew that that could be laced. And oh. yeah, and that fucking that's a fucking uh, what is that called? Uh, hallucinogen. That's a hallucinogen yeah. where it. You fucking, you, you, it's just a different, it's a different high, bro. It's just, I wasn't expecting that shit. And I believe that that really kind of, um, whatever it was, because I, I think that everyone has that breaking point in their brain of like, you know how they call it a midlife crisis or whatever the fuck they call it, whatever, you know what I mean? They, they, you get that, you have that in your brain, but there are certain things that trigger for it to come out even earlier than it should have. You know what I mean? Okay. And I believe that this was what triggered this. And even though it didn't come out right away, my anxiety and I had panic attacks, bro. And this was, I'm talking about two years ago when I really was all fucked up, bro. I was, I couldn't, I was just, it was this, I don't know if you ever felt a panic attack before. No, hell no. I've never gone through it. Bro, it just feels like you're about to die. It just, your brain is telling you something terrible is about to happen at this precise moment. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Here it comes, here it comes. And you're just like, oh no, fucking God, no. I don't want to be like, I'm about to die. What the fuck, can't breathe. You know what I mean? That's like shit. Like I've never really talked to anyone about this much. I mean, my wife, you know what I mean? She's seen me all fucked up and shit, you know but that's really what it is, bro. And then, and all this is is really due to something that, it, it, like, it awakens something in your brain. Like, even just weed. So, I mean, some people can't even take weed, and that shit wakens up something in your mind that you're not prepared for. You know what I mean? And if you're not prepared for that, whatever it is that you're mentally gonna experience. You're, you're gonna fucking it's not gonna be good for you you're gonna have some kind of mental issues and um, a lot of people that already have a mental issue and they keep on doing these drugs it's like damn you're really fucking yourself up on purpose huh <laughs> damn uh, um, fuck dude I feel bad um, but I'll see I, I feel for you too man like honestly I do porque uh, I know my brother, he blazes, you know? Yeah. And, um, not no more right now, because he's going through this thing um, to try to heal himself. And um, he would trip hard. And I, that's what I'm thinking about right now. Um, he would, I know he would blaze, but I don't know what it was laced with, or if it was laced or not, or whatever the fuck he was doing. But oh, it's because... He's more of the person that keeps himself. Mm. He nunca decía nada. And uh, that was it. And after that, all that we knew that he was just trying to uh, fight with me physically. Mm. And, you know, like, I would walk to my truck and 
you know, he would talk, start talking smack, and I, I love my brother, I love my little brother, porque es chingón, you know, es chingón, you know, he, he's not a, he's not a bad person, and he would just try to start something with me, and, mm. and I'm, I'm not going to fight my brother, you know, but at the same time, I got to defend myself. Mm. So, I understand what you were just saying right now, so... I understand. Okay, so that's yeah. I, I'm understanding what you just said right now. Yeah. So he's uh, he's had panic attacks. Yeah, he's had panic attacks, dude. He's had. He doesn't like to be around people. Mm. Yeah. Like I was really, <laughs> I really isolated myself in that time, man. And uh, yeah. I'm just like so thankful, like you know what I mean, to just shit to God to you know what I mean anything that really really kept me sustained because i felt like like i was really like gone man like it's just no joke man like some people say just oh it was just a panic attack no big deal fuck no big deal man that's just so f no man that's that's like yeah, there was times that i just preferred to just not exist anymore bro because that was that bad my brother, como que el güey se, se, se espanta y he doesn't like to be around people and he just starts breathing hard and he just wants to walk away. Mm. How, did, how did you deal with it? Um, yeah, I would close my eyes because how it starts... It's like this, yeah. like, like, let me really get in, in detail of how this shit, if no, if someone's out there listening to this, man, this, I'm going to break it down what a panic attack is from the beginning to like, once you start coming, coming down from it. So you get this chill up your body. You start sweating. Well, some people tell me that they, they sweat. Some people don't. I sometimes do, sometimes don't, but I always get this chill that goes through my body. It's like, it's like, it's like the panic attacks is like telling you, I'm here, fool. Remember me? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is chill that comes up. And then after that, you start having these thoughts. Just like a bunch of thoughts about, you know what I mean? You start thinking about, uh, are you breathing? These questions start coming to your mind. Like, how do you know you're breathing? Like... You know what I mean? Test it. Like, you know what I mean? Blow on your hand. See if you are breathing. You know what I mean? You start... Um, and then all these other stars... Like, once that bad thought comes into your mind, it's like a fucking snowball effect that all these other bad thoughts are just... You can't avoid it. It's just there. They're going to keep coming and they're going to keep coming and it's like no escape. You're, then you start thinking like there's no escape. Something bad's going to happen. So you're going to have a heart attack and then your heart starts beating fast because you're panicking and that's why it's called a panic attack because you start panicking from all these thoughts that are you know, in your mind and you just go on with it and go on with it until you're finally able to, you know what I mean, come back to earth and, and start rationalizing better and you know what I mean? And that's what it is, man. You know, I, I feel for you guys okay. I really do feel for you guys okay. It, it affects me it affects my brother. It affects my sister, my mom, and my dad. My my dad, Chawita, my mom, también. And it's just, it's like, how do you help a person that sometimes fights you for help? You know what I mean? Mm. And some people, man, I the you know, like the times that I did go to the doctor for it, the doctor mm -hmm. literally laughed at me after I explained what I'm feeling. Oh fuck! That it shit. was this the same thing that I just told you. 
You know what I mean? The same explanation that I just told you about how it feels. It was re really similar to that, and the guy just like laughed, like, "Ha that's uh, that's not happening. It's just it's just a, an imbalance in your mind or whatever." I'm all like, "Yeah, that may be the case too, but I'm telling you what I feel, you know." And it's like, not, like, what a fucking dick. Yeah, hell yeah, that's not a real motherfucking doctor. Like a doctor's yeah. supposed to understand, motherfucker. That's what you're here for. Yeah, man. But um, you know what I mean. So that's why you know what I mean. Like I love talking about these things. Like now I'm more open about it. If you would have called me two years ago, I would have been, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't want to talk about this because I'd be so ashamed to even have this. You know what I mean? But it's uh, yeah, well, it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something to talk about because, you know, there's a lot of people that have it and don't want to talk about it and are are not able to cope with it. See, that's the main that's the main thing about this, this mental issue, mental problem, that yeah. if you don't find ways to cope with it, you're uh -huh. just going to... You're going to drown, man. You're going to simply drown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going through right now. But uh, I think if I would have called you two years ago, you would have slapped me, huh? I would have just been like, nah, I'm not going through nothing. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I would have just denied it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. No, honestly, with all the jokes aside and stuff, I think that, um, nah, nah, that, that shit does bother that shit does bother, not just me. It bothers my whole family. Okay, mm. we're we're a great family, man. We're 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 a good family. Cuando todo sale bien, we're straight. We're, we're happy all the damn time. We barbecue every weekend in todo el pedo. Mm. Pero desde que está pasando, um, we haven't been able to barbecue, have fun, or anything like that. And it keeps us away from everything. It keeps us away from. The, it's really hard. It's, it's something really hard, and, and we're we're working on it. But um, that's that's the mental health thing. Is like it's like us as brothers and sisters. You know, my brothers and my sisters, like us, we cannot. What can we do? We really can't do nothing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But try to be there as much as we can. Yeah, that's and, good, man. Yeah, we we are there. We we try to do what we can, but um, it's on himself. You know what I mean? Exactly. The change has to come from within. If he wants yeah. to find that change, that that whatever helps him, whatever coping way he's able to, you know, what I mean, deal with it, then yeah. that's that's up to him to do it. Because that's exactly what I had to do, man. I had to find a way. Because I mean, people can tell you all the best advice in the world, but if you don't fully, like, you know what I mean, feel it within you and you really want to step up and, and and take charge of, you know what I mean, of what's happened to you, then mm -hmm. you're just going to continue being fucked up like that. Yeah, that, that's why I told, uh, I'm hoping he actually hears this. Like, I told my brother, I'm hoping you hear this. Because um, I know that you were talking about it, like, in other podcasts. Mm -hmm. and another show you know yeah and I, I, I told him I'm like I'm hoping you understand what, what we're going through not just you because you, sometimes he's normal and he understands and sometimes uh, you know you know what too bro vitamins too I, I forgot to mention Vitamin. that vitamins I, I take a lot of um like uh vitamins for the brain and stuff yeah. Like uh, I take uh, what is it, uh, ginkgo biloba, 
and then there's a there's a DHA. I don't know if you heard of these vitamins DHA. They're for like um, to kind of keep your mind sharp. You know what I mean? Okay. And be more be less susceptible to to uh, you know what I mean to just bullshit. You know what I mean in your mind. You're more able to control your mind your mindset. At least uh, I am now. Like now, I'm able to like if I get certain thoughts in my mind, like negative shit, I'm able to just like you know replace it with other stuff. And I wasn't able to before, so I really do believe in these vitamins that I'm drinking, man. Oh hell yeah, that's why you know a bunch of stuff, bro. Yeah. So I noticed that you know a bunch of stuff from all these things when you conversing with other people. I'm like, the way you talking about No, because it's just trying it, man. It's just. I've fallen so many times, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I got stories for days, bro. Like, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's just falling and getting back up, man. If you really want to get back up and make a change, and that I really, I fully believe that we're all here to make a change, man. To make a change yeah. in someone's mind, to spark that idea, I, to change someone else's mind. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I, I believe the same thing. I believe that uh, uh, we can all do a little something for everybody else. I believe that people that do um, a little something, for, for example, in my world, the arts, I believe that if, if I do the arts, I can change a young little kid, a young child. Like I don't know who he will be or who he is. I believe that one day he would be a different person. Mm. You know, like I do, I do that. Or if, for example, one day, if I get older and he listens to the, for example, your podcast, um, he recognizes who I am. Maybe I might be his great grandpa or great grandpa or his great, great grandpa. And, you know, they, they keep this movement alive, you know, because you're doing the damn thing. And um, I hope that they understand that the reason why they are who they are is because of me, you know? There you go. That's, that's what I feel like. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I want to change um, the perspective of life in another generation. Mm. It doesn't have to be my generation, my kids, or whatever generation. It could be in any child's generation, whether they're really down in their life. You know, because I've been super down, también. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been uh, super down, like, where it's like uh, when I was younger, you know? Or, you know, I want them to experience that they can do what they want to do with their life. They don't have to be limited whether now in that era or themselves at that one moment, they, they could experience happiness and true feeling and feel alive and walk and run wherever they feel like. Hmm, yeah. That's what they feel like, you know? Exactly. Follow the dream. Exactly, man. Yo, man. <laughs> and on that note, bro, follow your dreams. That's what's up, man. 
on that note, man, man, this has been over two hours of dope conversating, man. Just, just nothing but that fucking feed me ass talk, man. And, um, you know what I mean? So if we've been rapido, man, and we don't even notice because we're just, you know what I mean? Talking, you know, relating to each other and just, you know what I mean? Just talking to these people out there that need to hear these, these, these good messages, this good word, man. And, um, that's what it's about, man. It's about that unity, that carnalismo, man. I, I fucking enjoy this so much, man. And, um, you know what I mean? Why don't you shout out your, um, your social media sites, bro? Oh, Simon, I got, uh, carnalismo, at carnalismo.clothing. Um, mainly that's, that's what I do right now on Instagram. Mm. Uh, PayPal, Venmo, hit me up, um, direct message. Uh, I'll be on FB in a little minute. Um, mainly I like to do pop-ups because I want people to show us and to see us. And to, I want, I actually love to see people at the pop-ups. It makes me feel alive. You know mm. what I mean? Um, hit us up. And then also, también, uh, messaging, just, it, it doesn't have to even be about, uh, you know, um, if you want to buy something or not, just DM, just give us a, a like, just anything, bro. Mm. I mean, I'm all about the, the beautiful life, you know. I don't know if it's, I spoke uh, enough about carnalismo, but um, carnalismo is about everyone. It's not even, it's not even about uh, what I'm doing right now. Carnalismo is about everyone in human society mm. that, that cares about themselves and cares about their people, their fellow man. You know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't matter about race. It doesn't matter about about the color it, it matters about who they are as an individual and if they care about their fellow man that's that's carnalismo you know amor a tu arte mm, there you go you know uh respeto a tu cultura y respetar tu raza you know whether you're whatever color um which is what i stand for amor arte Cultura y respeto. Mm. And that's what we stand for. Man. You know? That's what's hopefully up, I, man. Yeah, hopefully I explained it good uh, yeah. in the podcast. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> we talked about everything that, you know what I mean? In my heart, I feel that también carnalismo is. Carnalismo is knowledge, too, you know what I mean? Even though the wow. Bible says otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because I had several discussions about uh, religion and um, I don't like to get into religion that much por lo mismo porque mi, I do a lot of Aztec work también mm. and the thing is that uh, when it comes to religion in Azteca they just don't they don't do too well mm-hmm. yeah, they, they kind of collide and I'm not here to actually fucking you know, defend one or the other. It's just, I always feel like whatever you believe in, love it, respect it. Mm. You know? I mean, if if we're all over here all fucked up off of not knowing what 
to believe more in, which is like us being how we are now with like, you know what I mean? Being Catholics or, or, or choosing to live like the Aztecs. Imagine the people that are like half, half or, you know what I mean? Like either some, like imagine a, a, a person that's half white, half black, what they have to be fucking, you know what I mean? Like fighting with it within themselves. Like, come on, they have all this negative history between between what i mean the races like it's crazy and we're that we're just one race and we're over here like not knowing what's what's up with our race and they're mixed so they have to fucking be worried about two races now fucking that's some shit oh dude i'm loving that yeah um yeah shit is hard i think that shit would be the hardest i think those people would go through a harder racism than us (laughs) yeah <laughs> for example, like my daughter, I, I sometimes I feel bad for her por, por lo mismo, porque what's her race? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She's half white, she's half brown. And I also have another daughter that she's half Peruvian and half Mexican. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, I'm... She's wondering about what's your race. I'm like, your race is whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Or they can embrace both, which is even more of a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, actually, I let them be themselves. I let them embrace themselves because carnalismo is like, be your motherfucking self. Mm-hmm. You don't have to represent one thing or the other. It's just, if you want to chill, you're carnalismo. Mm-hmm. If you want to have, you're carnalismo. If you want to run around, you carnalismo. If you want to play video games, you carnalismo. Mm. If you're skateboarding, you you got carnalismo. You know, mm. it doesn't matter. Carnalismo is just about a bunch of people doing what they love to do, being themselves, being happy in their own skin, and loving themselves, loving their culture, loving who they are in life, and that's a carnalismo. Y respetar al prójimo. Yeah, a huevo. And that's what's up, man. And that's what's up. Órale, pues, man. Hey, man. Pues este, I think we're about to wrap it up, man. And um, we, this was a dope-ass conversation, man. Like I said before, man. And um, you know what I mean? I hope the people take in, you know what I mean? Absorb all this and really, and really use it. Use it, you know what I mean? Because, um... Uh, I just wouldn't want someone to listen to it and it go go out the other ear because this is some important shit, you know what I mean? And um, yeah. it's it's really something to take in, man. And um, yeah, man. Este, pues, as for me, man, I'm Brown96, the host of the Hip Hop Spot podcast, here with Marco with Carnalismo Clothing Brand. That's what's up, my people. Stay tuned to the next episode and um, yo, check it out. Much love.